You're listening to Artitude, a podcast with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich and today we dive into the deep and unknown exciting ocean of the creative mind together with Pat Quangodelic Abbots and uh, hi Pat. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> it's already the second the second episode, and uh, we had last time more than 30 minutes. Uh, um, yeah, we'll probably run over this time as well. I can talk, it's got to be said. <laughs> but it was great. It was really great. So, so dear guys, go go back, and, and, and you learn you learn a lot lot about Pat's life and, and his growing up um, in, in, in Yorkshire. Was it in Yorkshire or wrong? Yeah, yeah, it's in, Yorkshire. In, in Yorkshire. It's South Yorkshire. So uh, the Yorkshire is these days split into several parts, but the bit I'm from is the south part. Uh, we always consider people from North Yorkshire to be a bit posh, and really? people from West Yorkshire—that's like that's would be Leeds and Halifax and all of the all of that area. But South Yorkshire is kind of the bit that's kind of just up from Nottingham and close to the Pennines. So yeah, all right, from South Yorkshire, and and he. he It was really interesting, so because he, he told us a lot about the background of, of brass bands in, in South Yorkshire and, and coal mines and all that. Yeah, and how political that is. And yeah. how political that is, yeah. <laughs> so so I really forgot forgot completely about the time. But never mind, you see, that's 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 why I'm gonna do the podcast. There's no producer behind me that's oh you have to finish the now. No, no, no. Yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. it's if it's good and if we like it, we're gonna do it. That's the way. Great. Uh, I would say let's just just continue uh, in, in in a second part with 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 this brass band and 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 coal mine things and um, and you guys you can look already in the description in the last podcast where I'm gonna put the link from 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 films or from you mentioned the film last time. Oh yeah 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 the film is called Brassed Off and it's basically a film that was made in the. It's probably noughties, I don't know, uh, but it's basically it's about it's about that culture, and about the minor strike from the perspective of the brass bands, because that's a big part of that culture. Like it's very interesting. That's so great. brass bands were big in where I was from, and I mean also like everybody in the eighties was in a band because like we were all sat on our hands, not able to get work. So of course you're gonna. You know, I, I, you know, I just remember True. sitting in the pub, and like, there's like one band on one one chair, like on one yeah. table, and, one, and like we're all hated mm -hmm. each other, and we're competitive, and all the rest of it. Mm. And like the band I was in in that stage would have been the Filth Sisters. I'd done various other bands before that, but we would have been had a brass section, 
which wasn't normal at the time. Okay. I mean, most people were punk, straight punk stuff. Uh, sure, sure. And at that stage, we were doing kind of a little bit of R&B or Crossover. soul crossed with... It was probably... A, it was still punk. It was still quite fast. It was, you know, still super energetic. But we did involve a brass section. So yeah. even from the band I was in in the 80s in the UK, that yeah. was the case. And then, as I said, I came over to Ireland to record an album, liked it here and stuck it out. Mm. Um, but I would like to still go back because we, we, we just finished uh, the first podcast in the middle of, 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 of somewhere in, in England. Yeah. And I was wondering, because you, you mentioned your mother is a dancer. Yeah. Or was a dancer. Yeah. So, so, so is, is she still alive or? No, she's died now, I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my mother too. So, so Yeah, I, sorry about that. That's yeah. That's the way, isn't it? I mean, well, you know, like we'd all like to. We 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 keep going because we ignore the inevitable yeah. approach of death. If we were just worrying the whole time about when we're going to die, yeah, we'd get nothing done. So yeah. we just have to ignore that and keep going. I think S somehow or. Or, or embrace it like the Mexicans yeah. do, you know, yeah, and no, say, I, look, it is a part of, yeah, of, yeah. of, totally. of life and, and give a little bit space for other people again then, you yeah. know. So, so but, but I, I agree with you. I mean, it's, it's, it's somehow, sometimes. <laughs> no, we, we, have to, we have to pretend like we're never going to die and just that everything is going to keep going and that, like, you know. Because we're like, so civilized. Because we're, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. because kind of that's how we keep going i mean like we can't yeah no no and and i think it, it doesn't make sense if if you if you think always 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 in 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 the in the in the, in the was it a microcosm or a microcosm yeah. i mean if if i would think all the times about that that i'm just uh, uh being being formed by molecules mm. yeah yeah uh, yeah I probably would just stay in bed and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, <laughs> let let, totally. let my molecules work, you know. <laughs> no, this is it. This is it. It's uh, yeah. No, if you actually think like how fragile we actually are, and how little time we've got in the continuum of the um, enormity of of the cosmos, yeah. like yeah. yeah, if we if we actually dealt with how unimportant we are to the universe, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, we we need a certain amount of. Yeah. Like me, 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 ego, ego, ego. Let's look, look how important I am, and like you know, like I mean, you need to do that to some extent I to mean, keep going. I like, I like my research in in in, in neuro, neuroscience and uh, um, competition and cooperation is so close in, in your head, you know. So that mm. that, that uh, I think we humans we we really can't get rid of 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 this confusion, you know. It's always a part, and and I think as well, it's, it's what 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 is good is always to keep a discourse going, and 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 trying to 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 embrace democracy. It's not easy, mm. but 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 uh, uh, I always say, guys. I mean, because friends of mine they say, ah, there, were, there is no democracy. And I say, guys, yeah, I know, I know. It, we we all we live in a crazy democracy, but it's still necessary to keep the discourse going because. Um, <laughs> I think I think I think the important thing to me personally mm. is that I am working in an art form where you need more than one person to make it happen. It's like you can record uh, stuff on your own, and I have, but 
I think the most interesting music happens when mm. it's a conversation between yeah. more than one person. Yeah. And like the great thing, the great thing about Quangadelic is that we have a horn section. We have more than yeah. like we have more than one chord instrument. We yeah. have like percussion. We have a lot of different people, lot of different people singing. Yeah. And in order to make the whole thing work, it's a cooperative you, effort. You have to step back a little bit as 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 ego. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I think the reason that a lot of the music I'm making now is better than the music I was making back a while is because I came through a band with a control freak where you had to, you know, do exactly what you were told. Uh, and like, that's kind of what how, various people How long done. does that work? And, and I mean, the point is you have to let people do what they do and trust them. Yeah, absolutely. In order I to make it oh, work. Oh, no. Oh, I agree with you completely. But I think some people, they, 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 are, they have such a sadistical element in, in themselves that, that, that they love it to, 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 to get told what, you, what, what they have to do, you know? No, sometimes it's better. I mean, some of the best, like, some of the music I like the best is, like, I really like Captain Beefheart. Yeah. Now, Captain Beefheart didn't let anybody in the band put a note in that he hadn't. Yeah, you know, so I, and it was all coming from his head, and he was like, you know, the benevolent dictator. Well, not so benevolent because I don't think he actually paid all those guys what they were worth ever. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you like listen yeah. to the stories about it, yeah, you know, it wasn't good, and and it's kind of like I'm kind of more interested in allowing people the space to be able to it put is themselves nice. I mean it. it's nice because because it's 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 some it's still it's always it's still an adventure isn't it yeah yeah I mean you get you get excited if you want to get excited you have to no you never know you know no you never know who's going to show up at a quangadelic gig because there's so many of us and the reason we did it that way is because therefore we can work with people who are busy playing with a lot of other bands yeah. and then you're still going to manage to find a couple of horn players yeah. even if Ollie's busy playing with another band and like you know yeah. you know what i mean it's kind of it but, works but in that way Quangodelic is still in the next part we're still yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're still we're still in the first part actually the second half of the first I'm part dragging us all over the place sorry man <laughs> no, so at the moment we're talking about what still it, uh, I was still interested in in uh, in the influence from 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 your mother as a dancer because yeah. as a dancer she probably was listened as well to music and probably to different music than your father didn't she yeah she would have yeah I mean my dad was really into the classical stuff yeah. mum would have quietly dumped i mean i don't think i think the influence from mum was less to do with what music she was actually getting us to listen to it was more to do with what music's for yeah because the phil philosophical side because like i like a lot of the stuff that i've done over the years has been for dancing to Sure. Rather than sitting down and listening to. Absolutely. Or rather than in order to get a message over. Mm -hmm. Or in order to, you know what I mean? It's like different musics are for different things. Mm -hmm. And because they're for different things, they work in different ways. Yeah. So like, say, samba music is definitely a particular, it's to do with the dance moves. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. It's like you have to do things in a particular yeah, way so yeah. people can do a particular dance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's got to be at a particular tempo. It's very so you can dance to it. as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And dance music is very about 
being at a particular speed so people can dance a particular getting, way getting to it. Trance somehow. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I would have gone through later on. I would have gone through a lot of hip hop. I would have gone through a lot of like obviously. I was around when the initial. I was DJing in the UK. Yeah. When the initial acid house stuff kicked off. Okay. And when all that culture happened. Yeah. And where that was that was in the eighties, no? That would be in the eighties. Yeah. Middle eighties, no? It's kind of late eighties. Like was okay, late when uh, yeah, when it happened in the uh, like, okay, there was a sh- there was a nightclub in Sheffield called Jive Turkey. Mm. which was downstairs at the Sheffield City Hall mm. where the they were playing a certain amount of like okay so like also we've mm. got to we got to t- address northern soul okay mm. there is a massive dancing in Sheffield in the north of England of which is to do with northern soul okay. which is to do with soul music of a very specific and type of a very specific speed that people were dancing to and taking drugs to way before acid house happened yeah okay so like jive turkey was kind of somewhat they were playing a certain amount of northern soul Mm. they were playing an awful lot of what we now think of as kind of industrial or you know like electronic music from that point like like ministry yeah before yeah that style Yeah. would have been it also played at that nightclub oh. and then once acid house was happening they were playing acid house at that mm-hmm. then the high sienda happened in manchester and acid house kicked off in the north mm. with 808 state and a guy called gerald and all of that stuff and i would have been around when all of that happened yeah when djs went from being uh you know like comical and about the and about talking and about being a personality from that into being able to mix that mute tunes together and all of that Mm -hmm. i remember all of that stuff happening as well and it was a really interesting period of time as you well remember yourself i'm sure and like I was never so in, in into this industrial stuff too much. I mean, I was DJ as well, but but I was more direction Shaka Khan, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and all that, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of remember going to see Test Department and uh, like at the height of the minor strike, I was in Liverpool University and Test yeah. Department played. Yeah. Test Department were like Scottish industrial band, yeah, and. Man. It was funny because, like, it was Test Department played, yeah, and Billy Bragg played, ah, okay. and uh, oh, uh, and uh, and uh, uh, a mining, a uh, 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 sort of one of the a brass band from a mining village came and played wow. to raise money I mean, that's, to that's, raise money for the fund. Not you know? sure why not. And it, they all, yeah, I mean, and, it and all clashed together. We did events like this in Germany as well. Yeah, so, so, so yeah, but, but not. I mean, I must say, I have to admit, I think, uh, except the brass band. Yeah, 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 yeah. But a mix between uh, yeah. between hard rockers and, 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 and folks yeah. was not a problem. You know, so. I mean, industrial was effectively, they were all goths, really, you know. Yeah. And they were using electronics and drum machines within mm. what they were doing. I mean, like, you know, like you got an awful lot of that type of music was happening. Like, from the point of view of, like, goth bands were massive in the north of England. Like, New Model Army were from around the corner from me. Like, further north, they were close to Leeds. They were from Dewsbury, I think. 
but like there was a lot of that style of music was happening when I was coming up, mm. like the goth and the drum machine thing was, and like the way the drums changed, the sound of drums changed with prints and with drum machines it, I and know, with yeah. all of that music. I was trying as well one 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 attempt where 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 we had a two two uh, two members band yeah, with yeah. a drum machine. I was singing and I get, had a guitar player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. was chaotic. We did just one gig, but it was great. great yeah, experience. yeah, 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 yeah. No, there were a load of bands that were using drum machines because, I mean, yeah. like, it was kind of like uh, the Sisters of Mercy. They were, sure. that was a drum machine. Sure. The, there was a band called the Three Johns doing the round at about I the same time. Them. saw them. They were using drum machine. Yeah. It was like, you know, there was three Johns and a drum machine, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, it was unbelievable, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, no, I, I, New, New Model Army and Sisters of Mercy, they, they were really great. I still have them. And, and it was actually... Because, I mean, at the time, I was kind of DJing in a club in, in in Rotherham where, like, most of the crowd were goths. Yeah. And, like, I was, like, playing that stuff and buying that stuff because I needed to play it for the crowd rather than because I liked it, you know? Yeah. And, like, that was fine. And, yeah. I, you know, I was playing a lot of punk stuff. And, and Did you probably never had, and, had, had a special direction, didn't you? I mean... I, well, I, when I came over to Ireland, I reinvented myself as like funk and acid jazz and like that type of stuff where we're gonna come in the next part you know so like that's kind of that's when you got to be able but like at this stage i'm playing quite a lot it was like a lot of punk a lot of goth stuff yeah but also like like i remember playing fuck the police by nwa when that came out yeah you know and like that was coming from because Early hip hop stuff was coming from the same place as punk. But, but so I'm, I'm I'm still interested. So 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 so, so your your mother was she still working as a dancer? And, and she'd stopped dancing by the time she married my dad. And and uh, so she she did okay. Her career would have been she came from from Cuba. She was in a dance. She was dancing in Cuba. Yeah. And she was like being taught by people who who were left behind by the Bolshoi ballet in Cuba. Yeah. So she was taught by like Russians. Yeah, and to right. do ballet. So so it was so, she was a classical dancer. So she's classically trained. Oh, okay. Came over to dance like came over to train with Rombe in London. Yeah. In the 50s, I guess. Yeah. And then she just got too tall to be able to get a Really? She was too tall for the corps de ballet. Okay. So she ended up going over to so Holland. One, one meter sixty-five is, is somehow ballet dancers now. Well, at that stage yeah. in the fifties, yeah. it's you had to be a particular size yeah. to be able to be in the corps de ballet because mm -hmm. they all had to be the same shape. And mum got a little bit too hippie to, and a bit to too save, to save money in the hotel room. Yeah. yeah. So she went off and did commercial dance, and uh, she was working in cabaret stuff in Holland. Did she? Yeah. Okay. So she went over to Holland, worked as a, like in, okay, the, the crowd that she was working with at the time, it was these two Jewish comedians who were like getting people out of, like during the Second World War, were getting people out through Holland. Who, who was it? it can, I can can't remember, remember their names, it, I'm afraid. I've got, it was not Django Edwards. It could well have been. I don't the, know. the clown? 
he wasn't no they weren't clowns they were two comedians they were doing kind of so I mean, like he was comedian he was he yeah. was singing and he had as well his band right and they used to play in the El Paradiso a lot okay okay and, yeah uh, I mean most of like the show they toured and when was it, it in was, the 70s or what that would have been in the s- like late 50s oh no no that's, no, that's too so early. it's kind of it's cabaret stuff from the 50s no that was too early yeah, yeah. and she was there were a bunch of Engl- like there were a bunch of dancers on the show yeah and they were also and like so she toured around and did that for a few years yeah so she learned a lot about about the west western european culture yeah yeah totally yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, and it's weird because like there were, you know, one of the other dancers would have been like gay and like she was, you know, it was like, you know, at that point that wasn't, you know, advertised, but like she'd have been, I, I mean, I don't know. Sure. I wasn't around at that stage. But but she she, but she she, did that for a while and then she she came back and then she worked in, in, in Cabaret in Brighton for a little while. All right after that Mm -hmm. then she got a job working uh as a secretary for the church of england for a while all right and then she then she married my dad being a dancer and then working for the church of england that's that's uh, that's weird yeah but that's how it works you know like because like you you have a very limited career as a dancer sure know? i know that it stops it with 30 something like that yeah, exactly yeah. so like she would have been she would have had me at the age of 30 mm. and right. like and the point was that her aunt who would have been like one of the one of the family like my grandfather who was like uh who'd moved to cuba yeah his sister ended up marrying this guy like frank who mm. was who was living in Rotherham, right? Mm. And then her her other aunt would have been in, in New York. Mm. And like basically mum would have come to visit Auntie Peggy in, mm. in Rotherham, which is how she met my dad. Mm. Uh, like, and then like my dad would have like, I I think he was a little bit fragile, like ego wise. So like she would have always kind of, been a little bit careful not to be too you know uh, me 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 too, too dominant you know? yeah so like a lot of what i discovered about my mum would have been just in dribs and drabs while we were yeah, like sort sure, of dad sure. dad blah yeah, blah, sure. blah blah you know what i mean yeah it comes a bit later as well isn't it i mean, I yeah. mean you if you think about your parents I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do that as well so so i start with sure with 20 10 15 years you, you think about parents but the older you become, the more your 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 um, thoughts twisting as well, you know, and mm. you, you learn as well. So okay, so so that was that and that and that because because you get as well experience as an older person. Yeah. And all of a sudden you 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 are fifty, you know, and mm. and and you you already overcome the point where where your parents probably had the biggest problems, you know, mm. as well. And you you no, you, you, you kind of realize how young they were at the time. You yeah. Know? I mean. I, I see, like, the photograph I gave you of me and my dad. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's love. I love he it. Was, I love he'd it. have been, he'd have been in his thirties. Like, he was a kid. Yeah. You know I mean? Mad, you know. Mad. <laughs> like the way I'm thinking now, and like I'm working with people like in the band who are like the same age as my kids. Sure. Or younger. I know. I know. You know? It's, it's and it's weird. like, yeah, and 
I love working with people in different age groups sure. and like, yeah, you yeah, know, because know. everybody brings something yeah. to the table. Yeah. It's not, it's necessary. Yeah. You, you, one needs that, otherwise, uh, if you're just working with people the same age, you know, so, yeah, yeah. so you, you stagnate somehow. You totally, know? totally, yeah. Totally. But so did, did your mother, did she bring some, uh, um, some, some music in, into her marriage, some records or all that? And, and yeah, the biggie, the biggie was West Side Story. Because she would have also been after after the dance stopped and before she started yeah. doing doing um, like secretarial stuff, yeah. she actually worked as a dance teacher in New Jersey for a little while. Mm. So she would have seen like West Side Story when it was in the th in the s in on Broadway, 50s. you know, yeah. before it was the film. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. like that was that was huge. That 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 record like. Still, like it's just perfect. Like West Side Story was like, you know, enormous for me. Like, yeah, I didn't realize how much it was, but like I know every yeah. note really? of that record. Really, you, you see, know? I'm not so familiar with, with stuff like that. I mean, yeah. I, I I know when I listen to it, but but I'm not into that so much. No, I mean, I'm not into Broadway at all. I'm not into like, I mean, I I since then I've listened to a lot of jazz stuff. Yeah. So like massively into Charlie Mingus and massively into all I mean the, yeah all sure the early jazz the, stuff. The, the listeners but like you, I'm yeah. not I'm not really into all the Broadway stuff. I mean you know? yeah, but the listen if you listen if you listen to 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 Quango Delic and to other stuff from from Pat, uh, you can hear that you know this yeah. this influence a lot for sure. And we're, and we're gonna bring it in the next episode. We're gonna will play uh, actually already an opera a 60 minute piece. Yeah and yeah. and there but we don't speak we, we well we'll get to that we'll get to we, that later we, we but like okay mum would have there were certain things that she would have played and like she was really into super tramp so like i got really yeah uh, I, i just recorded the cover version yeah of, yeah yeah of, yeah of, of, logical, of song. logical song you know the other thing about logical song yeah. is you know that's like just tell me who i am that was like goldie was was adult like he he was brought up through the care system Goldie, the the, the, the DJ, the, 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 the drum and bass and DJ. Yeah, he's 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 with gone the through teeth. the care system with the teeth. Yeah, like like his he he's kind of like that song means an awful lot to Goldie. That song, really? logical song, okay. is a song that Goldie called out as being like you know his uh, what is it? They they do this thing on Radio Four where they do like a song that you passed on from your parents and a song that means yeah. something to you. Yeah. And like that was one of the tunes that like he said like when he first time he heard that oh, it, yeah. it pulled him out of it because he's I adopted. Mean, it is a great it's song. Like, it's like it's a great song, you know, but like that that was the one that like he got from because he didn't get anything from his parents sure because he was like he was like going through the care system. He never met his dad. So in, in industrial He was Birmingham. He was Birmingham, yeah. So like he would have been he would have come up uh, in care homes like industrial schools no it was it's care homes it's like basically he'd have gone to normal school yeah. but like oh, he right. would have been okay. he wasn't didn't have parents he was raised by care workers yeah so it just in, not the same. you know yeah. it's so like so like that song meant a lot to him <laughs> you know yeah the logical song weird isn't it yeah yeah 
No, I mean, like, my mum was into Supertramp. What else was, was she? she into? I mean, it was, it, it was a great band. I mean, I, I listened to an awful lot of Sailor Crew and, like, Buena Vista since. Buena Vista Social Club. I mean, she was really into that because yeah. that's her generation. It's, 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 it's a great album as well. And, yeah. And the film. So did she, did she, could she see the film? She went to see them. She went to actually see them in London. Right, cool though. Yeah, like the, like the actual, when they were touring, yeah. like she went to see them. Yeah. So like she was really into all of that stuff. I can't imagine that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, 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 because I mean, she was, because she was kind of like when she was growing up, she would have gone to a lot of the, like it was the big money was in gambling and stuff like that. So she'd have been in the same clubs as like Frank Sinatra and Moulin some Rouge. of those guys. Yeah, yeah. All of those clubs that like, yeah. you know, and yeah. It, so yeah, she would have remembered an awful lot of South. Like so she knew a lot, a, a lot of this planet, of this life, of this world. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> Now there's this brilliant story that like she tells me that they, they, like they were living outside of Havana. Yeah. And like just across the tracks from them was like one of the black areas, yeah. and really close to them was this brothel, yeah. and him, her, and her brother were used to like sit on the roof of the you know on the wall next yeah. to the brothel, yeah. and when a guy goes in, yeah. like when he comes out, they yeah. chuck stuff at him and say, "You didn't take very long." <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like yeah. yeah, no, mum was yeah, yeah. yeah. So so I was wondering so so to get in the next episode to the to ireland yeah so you 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 grew up and you started then you, you already mentioned the first part you started a little bit piano and then and then you continued with your breath thing and, yeah, yeah. and did you did you learn another instrument in, in this time well what happened is we uh okay there was a deal done with like when our dog died my dad got a dog misty who was like proper like proper labrador like yeah. and the woman that bred her was hoping that misty was going to be in crufts and you know yeah. so misty got a little bit too long in the body so she couldn't go to crufts so we got misty when she was about a year old yeah but the deal was that like if if we we had to allow the breeder to breed this dog uh, to breed misty with a proper thoroughbred and that she got one of the puppies Okay. So when we had these puppies, I'd be about 16 mm. and I really wanted a drum kit. You mm. know, I wanted to be really. Good. So when we sold those puppies, that's what bought my first drum kit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like it was thoroughbred Labrador puppies were drum kit. more 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 money than like just any old puppies you know All so right. that's what bought my so first you, drum you kit. told me your father was an accountant so he was <laughs> very good in 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 in, in creating money yeah, yeah 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 All right. so anyway that that's what bought my first drum kit was yeah. like misty's puppies and you learned on playing drums and then i taught myself to play drums and i had friends like my brother got a bass And my mate Tim was guitar, and we got stuck in yeah. at the age of I think we'd about I'd be that'd be about sixteen. Yeah. So it was like we were out of school and into sort of A levels in the college. Yeah. And we were playing like we were getting together, you know, once a week to to like write songs and and play. Yeah. And learn how to play our instruments, and cool. that would have been. 
then out of that, when that band fell to pieces, that's when the Phil Sisters happened, which was, the Phil Sisters would have been myself, like, uh, I, I went, I was on drums originally, but at this stage I'm playing keyboards and singing. You were 18, 18, because 19. Because the singer, the singer left, I'd be 18. Yeah. The singer left, and I, I then jumped in on on vocals, and we got a different guy in on, on, on drums. Okay, so you had to learn the bass. So at this stage, I'm playing keyboards. All right. We had a female bass player called Jan, who was just brilliant, played fretless. Yeah. And I learned so much from Jan, because women work different to men. It's like, they're way better team players. If you gave Jan a bass line, she'd take a couple of notes out of it, and it'd be way better. You know what I, I mean? I mean, Tina Weymouth is it's a great, like, great bass like, player. It's all about leaving space for everybody else. And, yeah. Know, and like she taught me so much about playing mm. bass properly is not about how much you play. Yeah. It's about how much space you leave for yeah. everybody Abs else. Absolutely, I agree. You know? Yeah. And like, so we had myself and a, and a, a, a drummer called Andy mm. and Tim. Uh, and then we had Jan on bass. And we had like uh, uh, Alex on saxophone, who was female, and uh, you know, yeah. So it's like half girls, half boys, yeah. yeah and yeah. like most of the bands in town are all male, mm. you know. So like this is the sure, 80s. No, no. It wasn't, yeah. you know, it was no. just at the point at which you mm. know Tina Weymouth was happening and the Sonic Youth were happening and women Absolutely. were coming into like it all came from Susie Quattro, you know. Really, she would have been. She would have been the first iconic female singer, like so singer was, bass was, player. She was basically. You know, well, yeah, she yeah, was yeah, a bass yeah. player. I think, I and think, it's like everybody loved Susie Quattro. Uh, her partner was drummer, no? I think. Yeah. 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 I mean, brilliant, brilliant. Like, so uh, that's interesting. So actually, so 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 Chris Franz and, and Tina Weymouth, they, yeah. they they came together because of of Susie Quattro and. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, the reason so many so many female bass players happened in the eighties was mm. because we'd had Susie Quattro in the seventies. Girl, you know? girl. Yeah, yeah. So like basically, like that was the band that I had uh, at that stage. It was the Filth Sisters would have been. Was that the last band in in England? That was the last band I was in in England. Well, I mean, I played in a few other bands in England, but that was the one. The, the that last, was the, my big one that big were one. doing my songs. So when when did you when when did you when did you leave England then? I left England at the end of '89. Of '89. Yeah, and, oh, and right. like landed in Ireland for 1990. So, 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 so I came over. I came over in '89 to record 20, an 24 album. 24 years. Yeah. All right. I would say, um, but this is already for the third part. Yeah. And we uh, we we still gonna play another song from 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 Quango Delic now. Yeah. I don't know what which one is the second one we gonna play. I'd say I'd say play like. We play be like we're gonna play be yourself next. All I right, think. be yourself. Yeah, and, and that's that's an advice from us both probably. Yeah, yeah. Be yourself. Um, uh, before we're gonna play it, I would like to mention again um, uh, the thing about the podcast that 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 it is on on Instagram. You can follow it there on on uh, at that schlich or at attitude or at I Love Westcock Artists, or you can go to Facebook and join the group 
Isle of Westcock artists and then you're part of the group. We are already 2,000 members and, and, and you can share art with us and, and even a discussion or whatever. So that's on Facebook. I was wondering, you, your page is Quangodelic on Facebook. Yes, right? we're Quangodelic on Facebook. Quangodelic on Facebook is Pets Band. Yep. Um, do you have an Instagram account? We've got an Instagram account, but like, there's not much happening with it. I'm not very good at Instagram, yeah. but do like us up on Instagram. We do stick posters up every now and again. It's, it's as well at Quangodelic. That's yeah. it's Quangodelic. Okay, Instagram, but but you, you guys, you you can get all this, this informations on on my uh, subscription, my podcast subscription as well. Yeah, if you want to get in contact and and even if you want to see where they play and and all that. Come, come back to to this page, and you get your infos. That's cool. Uh, on that note, I would say, Pat, thank you very much. It was really, it was so enlightening, and and, and the time was flying by again as well. Which so <laughs> we know that, you know. So yeah, yeah. Have a great day. Yeah. Dear listeners, I hope I get you back uh, on the next Sunday to our early confession. And um, yeah, be like you are. Was it? Uh, be yourself. Be yourself. <laughs> it's funny because there's loads of bands have songs called Be Yourself. Uh, sure, it's just such an obvious thing to say. I mean, know? and it's it's But the reason it happened was I yeah. was like we were we just finished doing some recording in the Camden Palace when it was still there. All right. And my friend had put that quote from Oscar Wilde on the wall. Be yourself. Okay. Because everyone else is taken. So that's where it comes from. It's from actually Oscar Wilde. It's actually good that you mentioned it because I forgot to ask you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, dear listeners, take care and bye-bye. Be yourself.
Close again. Ah! That was too close.